Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Welcome back to the Dream Team series. Love this series and love the fact that no two sides have been the same since we started this series. Joining us, a guy who played 196 NRL games. He played 13 test matches for his beloved New Zealand as well. Born in Auckland, played his junior footy in Tigertown. Bronson Harrison, how are you, legend? I'm great, thanks. Tigers, Raiders, Dragons over your journey. If the three of them are playing in the semifinals, which side are you cheering? Oh, you surprised me with that question. <laughs> that one caught me off guard. Um, I think, you know, it's hard. People ask me where I enjoyed myself the most. I said, oh, well, I probably um, enjoyed myself most at the Canberra Raiders, you know, because I was playing my best footy there. But, um, you know, I'm back in you know, Tiger Town and uh, it's where I first started. So I think that always leaves um, your best and the best impression from, from where you started and where your home kind of is. So, you know, I came over from New Zealand at a young age, you know, while I was four years old. So we came in and, and we were in, played in the Balmain uh, Junior League. And I think uh, if it was out of them all, that probably that would be the case. And then the Raiders, I, I spent the next... Uh, you know, four or five years, I yep. think four years at the Raiders. So um, they would have to be the, the team that I follow next. Okay, let's rip in to your dream team. It can be any player from any era, uh, any position. It doesn't matter. It's your dream team. It's no one else's. Let's start with the fullback, the number one. Who have you put there? Uh, the tough one. Um, I put Brett Hodgson, actually. Um just the way he was able to move around, control. He was, he was intelligent. Um, he was really good to me. Like, I remember him pulling me aside. It was kind of towards the end of my time at the Raiders. And he's like, mate, you train unbelievably. You know, you've got all the skills, you know, like it's just the confidence that you need to back up. And I think um, that really hit the mark for myself. Wow. I turned around and just gave me a little bit more belief. Um and like coming from someone who was as light as what he was, yeah. he was you know, eating McDonald's and drinking Coca Cola and still couldn't put on any any sort of weight. Um he, he was just a really good man. So I think um as a as a young kid coming through, um, he was a great help. Yeah, great mentor, great fella, and I know uh exactly what you mean, a guy that uh, that helped anyone and everyone around him. What about our wingers? Who wears jerseys two and five? Um, I went for one of the, the young boys. Oh, he's a wrestler now, um, Daniel Vito. 
Um, when when I was down in Canberra, there was um, myself, uh, Joel Monaghan and Daniel Vito. We had a, a good little combination there. So um, I've got to look after my boy. He gets to start on one wing. The great Zion uh, Quinn. Love it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm very happy for to see him being as successful as what he is. Too, yeah. So. The other wing is uh, Jason Nightingale uh, from my time at the, the Dragons. Um, he, was, he was just a machine. Like, he just gave you everything. And, you know, as a person, as, as like, a teammate, like, he's just always there putting in 100% and such a great bloke. So there's two boys there that I, I think are, do a great job. And there's, you know, I've, I've you know, had the luxury of playing alongside some great wingers and, you know, I probably didn't get as much time at the Tigers, but this Taniello Tuiaki, he's, he's hard to leave out. Um, but do you know what I mean? I, I was only stuck with two, so. Yeah, exactly right. Daniel Vito, Jason Nightingale, two absolute beauties. What about your centres, mate? Um, centres, well, as I mentioned before, I had um, Joel Monaghan. Um, he was great for me and my confidence too. He just really kept training upbeat. Um, a big body, you know, so he get his body in front of defence, trained really hard, all, all those type of things. He was a great teammate to have alongside. So I, I think uh, when he left, you know, he left a big hole in our, in our squad. So um, I, I pulled him into into the squad. And um, Matt Cooper, yep. he actually, I was there towards the back, back end of my career, um, at the Dragons, um, he actually gave me a really clear understanding of how an edge should defend. So okay. um, even though coming there, I was like, oh, man, I would have liked to have uh, had this kind of explained to me like this a little bit earlier on. I mm. probably would have been a much better edge defender. Um, and then always playing against them, you know, I think uh, – you know the Raiders and the and the Dragons. We always had some good contests, mm. um, and doing that, trying to break them down when I was attacking against them, was always very difficult. And he was the linchpin. So, you know, you, you see him defensively and his understanding of reads and all that type of stuff. He's just super confident, cool, calm, collective. It was, it was a real um, joy to be able to learn from him. Joel Monaghan and Matt Cooper, two terrific footballers. Two loose units as well. That's who we've got in the centres. Uh, what about our halves? A lot of guys find trying to select just one six and one seven really, really difficult. How did you go? Yeah, I actually, I've got two sixes that can both play seven. So, you know, I've picked um, Terry Campisi and Benji Marshall, both really close friends of mine and, and people I hold in the highest regard. So, um, I think, you know, the difference in the players, you know, that's where they're, they're really going to kind of stack up next to each other. Um, both of them are, are comfortable um, at halfback and, and both of them are comfortable, you know, being second receiver. So I know with with Benj, you know, anything's kind of possible and, you know, he sees things a lot further ahead. And I know with, with Campo, he was you know, his mindset was probably very similar, very competitive. And just with Campo's kicking game, you know, he, he could kick us out of our end. And next thing you know, we've we've got uh, a, a dropout. So, 
things like that that, that really helped us out. So. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Our dream team continues with the great Bronson Harrison. Our backline is Brett Hodgson, Daniel Vito, Joel Monaghan, Matt Cooper, Jason Nightingale, Terry Campisi and Benji Marshall. They're the guys that are going to score the points, but the guys that are going to win you the game, they come next. Who have you got at lock, mate? Oh, at lock, I actually picked um, another good friend of mine, Josh Miller. So he he was... uh, he was a front row lock at the Raiders while I was there, and um, you know he's another big contributor so, to why I was able to be, you know, very competitive at the top end. Uh, we used to bash each other at training, like no matter no matter what, we'd just do an extra, you know, twelve tackles. You know, we'll put the bodysuit on, no matter what kind of state we're in, we'd just run it as hard as we could, and you know, for us it was just, you know, we were working hard. We were helping each other. So we'd do legs tackles, both shoulders. We'd do, you know, middle tackles. Then we'd do some over-the-ball shots. And, you know, well, we're able to, you know, form a close bond there. And, you know, it's not, you, you need that. that. That stuff is, you know, the making of, of top teams. So I think everyone that I've kind of selected is, is that. And plus, you know, he's always ready to go to war. Absolutely. He's always right. ready to go to war and a cracking selection. They don't come any tougher. Uh, what about your second rowers, mate? Because you played the majority of your career at second row. I'm really interested to see who you saw as the best. Well, I, I actually took myself out of the equation. Uh, that, so I, I picked two back rowers and, and two people who, who I just admired that were that were always tough, um, that carried hard, that always got their work done. Um, and, and they ran good lines too. So I, I went with Ben Cray. I thought, um, you know, he's the same age as myself, um, kind of coming up, getting to play alongside of him. I, I learned a whole lot more about him. So always saw his leg speed. He was, he was good in the air and he ran mm. good lines and he was tough as nail. Um, I put him there and, and also put um, Simon Mannering from my time at the Kiwis. Just um, his ability to be able to slot in anywhere, he slotted in at centres to do whatever's best for the team. It was just that team first. And both both guys are really good to take on a team drink too. So, uh, Terrific logic there. Okay, let's move up front. The two front rowers, the props. Well, I had to probably the, the biggest one that I had to put in there would have been um, Ruben Wiki. Yep. I think he, you know, you need a big alpha. You need someone that's um, that's going to command respect from everyone. And, you know, he certainly did for me. Like, I, was, I remember going away on tour with him in 05 
and because I was one of the young ones, I was had to had to hold the pads for him, and man, he was relentless, you know. Yeah. So he'd just he'd bash up, and it was the same way all the time. And I, and I think that style of training is what what battle hardened us and got us into a, a good position. And I think he carried that into the 08 as a mm-hmm. as a trainer. And he was doing the same thing to, you know, Benji. Benji was having to make tackles on big groups and, you know, the the Carver King, you know, he was able to keep us nice, calm and relaxed. And and I think he's, you know, he's someone that I hold in high regard. So. Yeah, absolute beauty. Been on the podcast a couple of times, the Carver King. And if you know Ruben, you love Ruben. He is just the man, is the must. Okay, who's on the other side of the scrum at prop? I actually, um, I, I arrived the same year at the Raiders as, as him. He come from the Roosters, David Shillington. Um, he just had great metres. He got us yep. going forward all the time. He worked really hard. He's really honest if he's if he wasn't up to scratch an area you go yeah my fault i'll work on it and you know wow. he's just a, a pleasure to to play alongside of so okay. i think um him getting your meters it's almost like a eight to ten meter carry every, every time so you find some quick play of the balls and we're able to generate some good ruck speed Big, big frame, David Shillington, one of those guys when you get up close to him, you go, oh, wow, what a unit. Okay, uh, last of the starting side, who's your hooker? I can't go past my, my mate Robbie Farris. So, you know, he's just a competitor. He reads the game really well. You know, I played um, some of my junior league alongside of him. He always took care of me. So um, he's, a, he's a good man. Uh, you know, he was a good man to me and, I think uh, with the side that we got, he just gives us uh, that extra little bit of creativity in the middle. So, I love that selection and him and Benji, uh, just terrific understanding between themselves. Now, you mentioned that you have got uh, Alan Tung elsewhere, so I'm assuming we've got a bench here, mate. Yeah, I had to take a bench. It's, it's too hard to leave people out. Even in my 17, it's hard to leave people out. Yeah. So, But I've got people there for for different reasons and and that type of thing so i've got alan tung on the bench for me um i, I caught up with him a couple of years ago and you know some things you don't even realize like i just thought i was lucky mm. like in the game though I, I got these opportunities and that and it wasn't until talking to him a few years later that I spoke, sat down with him and he's like you know, whenever we used to play, if someone would pop an offload, I'd just look up and I'd look where you are and I'd and I'd just get the ball to you and I knew you could do something. And I was like, oh, wish I knew that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I'd known that, I, I probably would have been a bit more ready. I was just ready to go. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. Tungy's got the ball to me. So um, I think the way that his style of footy is, like he does a lot of video on what all – his other teammates do really well. So he could pop up in different areas. Like if he, he knew I had a right-hand offload or mm. type of stuff and he knew what other players had and what they did well and he, he tried to compliment everyone. And I think that's why he's so loved. Yeah. Um, like as a person, as a teammate, um, you just feel – if Tangi asked me to, to drive down to Canberra, I'm, I'm talking to my wife and, and I'm heading down, you know, yep. to try and uh, – do something for him, you know. I think he was nominated Australian one of the Australian of the Year yeah. awards for Canberra, and like it's it's easy to understand why. Oh, um, just when you one of the world's great 
human beings, one of the nicest people I've had the pleasure of meeting and knowing. Okay, three spots left on the bench. Fire away. Um, I've taken Benny Galea as well. Yep. Um, he was a soldier. So, like, as I was young coming through, he used to pick me up, um, take me to training uh, um, each morning, He'd give me a bit of guidance and that a tough love when you needed it. Yeah. But he was also good. He'd put an arm around you. And I think, um, you know, when you talk about people like Benny, you know, as good as he was as a as a player, is, and he'll tell you about his his left foot step and fend, mm. Mm. Um, yes. like his character, like he's yep. just got good character. So I think when you've got a whole lot of character in your team, it, it goes a long way. And he's just willing to fight for every inch. I think. Uh, he went back and he, he was doing some work with the Balmain SG ball mm. and um, he got in a wrestle and then he was just relentless <laughs> battering these kids. So um, I was like, not much has changed. He'd done the same to me when I was coming through as well. So um, I think those those young lads, they, they got a little taste of what it was like for me coming through the grades against someone like him. Still got that uh, that competitive spirit. Okay, Alan Tung, Ben Galea, and who else on the bench? I took um, two other front rows. I had um, down at Canberra Raiders, I had Tom Leroy Lars, who played a bit of front row, second row. Um, it wasn't enjoyable at training whenever that guy was carrying the ball. Um, but, you know, you had to get your body in front. You know, he was so, he was so quick, you know, if he – Unfortunately for him, he just copped a lot of injuries. You know, I would have loved to see like a good, consistent run where he wasn't. He's powerful, strong, fast. Do you know what I mean? Like had yeah. a great offload, big body. You know, he's a good one, 15, 120 kilos and could can compete with the the backs in, in speed. So um, he was also, I'll come through, I think I played New South Wales 17s with him. Yeah, he, he was... Um, Here's a handy weapon to have on your team. Yes, yeah, something very special. And uh, and Tommy's son at, at this stage in his emerging rugby league career is uh, is looking the goods as well. Very sought after. So we got one spot left, Bronze. Who does that go to? I actually gave it to. He was my roomie for um, the Kiwis. Uh, might have been two thousand and ten, maybe. Uh, ben Madalino. Um, he was a bit younger and, and I was a little bit older and that type of thing. But he just – he had a, a bit of spark about him, you know, like he could just get really good contact. He had great go forward and, you know, seeing him develop and, and grow was, was really good. Um, and he, that, that kind of finished up my squad, you know. I think we got a good, good little balance there and – I'm missing some really good friends in that team, so hopefully I don't get too much stick about it. <laughs> that is a wonderful, wonderful lineup, and it is an 18-man lineup. Brett Hodgson is the fullback. Daniel Vito and Jason Nightingale are the wingers. Joel Monaghan and Matt Cooper are the centres. Terry Campisi and Benji Marshall are in the halves. The forward pack is Josh Miller, Simon Mannering, Ben Cray, David Shillington, Robbie Farrah and Ruben Wickey. On the bench, Alan Tung, Ben Galea, Tom Leroy Lars and Ben Madalino. And, of course, our 18th man and our coaches, Bronson Harrison. Been a pleasure, legend, cracking dream team once again. 
We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series, where over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. The Rugby League Superpod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market, with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team series will get you through the weekend, no dramas. Past and present players deliver their best ever 13. Or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.